gentlemen, boys and girls. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bulls Script, and we are here to review the Chicago Bulls win over the Charlotte Hornets, 123-110. Before we get into the episode, be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at Ontap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted, and follow me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. So give us a five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna edit that intro. I'm just gonna leave it just straight up how it went because I think it's fucking funny. If people don't like it, then fuck you. <laughs> but. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Um, how can you not be feeling good as a Bulls fan right now? I mean, who would have known that all we needed was Billy Donovan and Garrett Temple to uh, become a competent basketball team? No shit. No shit. I went on Sean and Maya this morning and talked with Kenneth Davis and, and Sean about just like what they asked me, like what I thought about Billy Donovan and what he's doing. And I said, you and I have been kind of repetitive on our podcast because it's like we're watching a real coach so we just keep giving Billy dap constantly just constantly like every game like I really like how Billy had this set here I really like how he did this here I really like this rotation from Billy and I mean again look what we did tonight I really like what we saw from Billy Donovan in his rotations and what he was doing and I mean the fucking ball movement the uh and the team itself for fighting through that zone that Charlotte started playing on him it, Do know? we have a stat on how many times the Bulls have scored as a team, like collectively, had players like five or more with double digits in a game? Because I feel like that has happened a lot this season. Um, and I'm sure I just, can do it. It just take me a minute. It just take you a minute. Well, that is a testament to the ball movement that we have been getting even better at as the season goes along. And as a fan, it's an exciting brand of basketball to watch. Uh, there's a lot less of Zach just isoing and having to carry the team. We're actually seeing the ball get swung side to side, finding the open man. We we know what a mismatch in the paint looks like at times. And we somehow the same guys that couldn't do it before now know how to throw an entry pass. And it's it's beautiful to watch. And I hope that it's not just like some fluke thing for this short stretch and it continues to improve, and I think with Billy at the helm, that's something fans can be confident in continuing to happen. It's all about putting the right players in the right situations, and that's what we're seeing. Obviously, we've been saying for the last couple of years there's talent on this team, you know, but they, it needed to be unlocked, and that's what he's doing. Um, I mean, and, and to your point, too, was something that Stacy brought up on the broadcast tonight that I kind of wanted to touch on. I was, you know, throwing notes down on my phone during the game. And I know we're not starting in the first quarter. We're just kind of going everywhere right now. But Zach Levine having this, you know, scoring 25 points and taking 12 shots, it's fucking cool and tough. That's cool and tough. He got to the free throw line six times. He drained all of them. Eight for 12 from the field. Three for six from downtown. 25 points. Nine assists. Six boards. It's his sixth game in a row with six or more assists. I mean, dude, he's playing defense. I mean, he's you know, again, is he the best defender in the world? No, but he tries a hell of a lot harder than a lot of these other star shooting guards in the league. and Or at least he has been over the last five, six games. It, dude, when he plays like this, 
he's an all-star. And I said in the video, I, he's going to be an did, all-star did, this year. Did, he's an all-star. Did, you just, did you just blush? Did I see you blush? I did. I'm blushing right now you, because you, one of my you, predictions you stuttered, right. you stuttered and blushed at the same time. Yeah, that I just, just, just stuttered. Uh, you just, 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 just stuttered. Um, I mean, Zach being able to take 12 shots in a game is a miracle in itself. How many free throw attempts did he have? Six. I know you always have the box up six. six. So he, it's not even like he just got to the line an excessive amount. He didn't have to force anything. Lowry being a competent offensive player somewhat consistently so far this season outside of uh, that first game he had back from the protocol where he looked a little slow uh, and not fully engaged. But other than that game this season, we've seen a pretty consistent Lowry, and hopefully this becomes the norm. Um, I don't see why not on the Billy Donovan front, uh, putting players in the right positions, Thaddeus Young, had a comment in the media that was pretty much like, yeah, I'm, I'm allowed to play where I'm comfortable now in the post, facilitate out of the post, <laughs> you know, and, and then occasionally take some three-point attempts when I'm, I'm, I'm wide open. And it, just the subtle jabs that this team consistently throws out there in the media is, is hilarious. And it's, it's petty, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, we had this asshole that was asking us to do things that didn't fit. He was... He was Matt Nagy in us. Like we're we're not comfortable doing this, and you're just you're shoving it down our throat, man. And Billy it has been uh, a breath of fresh air, and I guess health. Even though we haven't really had a healthy team, and I can't get my phone to stay up. <laughs> no, we have not had a healthy team. We have not had a healthy team. But it's on. been musical chairs with the health. Right. So to be able to see this improvement and kind of the semblance of consistency as a team with all the moving parts with the protocols and COVID itself um, on top of the injuries that you have to deal with, with basketball, this has been a lot better start to a season than I expected to see. I don't know about you. Oh no, absolutely. I mean, we're seven and eight. We're, you know, you know, what's crazy. We're five and five on the road, 500 on the road. It's pretty cool. You know, I mean, how the team's just playing in general, I'm, God, I wish they got a full training camp and a real full, you know, off-season, preseason, summer league and stuff like that with Billy and his staff. I, I really do. I, I really do because I just wonder how more crisp they would be. Um, you know, getting into some of the, the, the nitty-gritty, some of the stats here tonight, we just talked about Zach and how great he played. Let's talk about Kobe White. 18 points, two boards, two steals. Two turnovers, eight assists. He was playmaking his ass off in the first half. And he had some good passes in the second half, too, don't get me wrong. He's consistently, I believe he had five assists, though, in the first half. Um, he just, dude, he's embracing that role. And when Sato came in, I know Sato didn't get a lot of uh, minutes. He's just getting back into the swing of things. But and when Kobe went off ball, he was searching for a shot. He hit a couple shots while Sato was in, but he was searching for a shot. I love that. I love that that's going to be a thing. When Sato's in and then Zach goes to the bench, it gives Kobe that time to then transition from the playmaking guard into the, into the off guard. And, that, and that's something I'm looking forward to. But Kobe played a great game. Man, I just I love seeing eight assists there. And I watching the game tonight, some of the passes that he made were absolutely brilliant. He had two oops. He had one to Zach, one to P-Will. He had a great find, that under-the-basket find to Lowry Markinen. Absolutely fantastic bounce pass in the paint. It was, you know, I mean, he was just all over the place making it happen. Uh, Daniel Gafford steps up tonight. Three offensive boards, three defensive boards. 
So six in general, seven points. He had two blocks. Um, and then getting into Lowry, 23 points. Not much else, though, Goose. He had a block, only two boards tonight. Wasn't I mean, it was very physical in the paint in the second half. And, um, you know, Lowry played 30 minutes tonight, but he, I guess, I guess wasn't really near the ball for a, a ton of boards. But the Bulls come away with 44 rebounds as a team. They actually tied Charlotte in rebounds tonight. But uh, I can't complain off of anything that I said uh, or I saw. Patrick Williams, decent game. I mean, he came back from, you know, his little hit pointer thing that he had. I can't complain there. But everything else, dude, has been just fucking fire. I, I, everything tonight went went the way it should. And no Archie Diakono, so I felt like it was a real NBA team. Denzel kept his spot, even with Sato back. I wonder if that'll be the case. I guess Hutch is back if Sato's back. Hutch was so, on the bench. He was on the bench. Okay, so Denzel is going to keep his spot over Hutch for now. Maybe that's situational. Uh, defensive matchups, obviously, you'd rather have Hutch out there. But Denzel's facilitation has uh, been really good this year. Not going to lie, Billy's letting him facilitate more than previous coaches, and that freedom has benefited the team uh, that's been lacking a high-level playmaker. So unlocking that for Denzel has been key. That super deep three that he hit tonight, I couldn't believe that he took it. But but when it goes in, I almost I was ready to send out a tweet. And with Hulu, I'm usually like a little bit behind, so I don't I don't tweet too much during the game, and because I really don't want to read my timeline and ruin it for myself. But if you have a guy that can provide that kind of spacing, <laughs> like like you got to guard this asshole out here because he's just gonna chuck it up and I don't know. Uh, Denzel has been a I can't even call it a, su- a pleasant surprise because it's not a surprise. Well, we, we know Denzel can do this. He did it at Michigan State. He has He's a summer league legend. He's CB Fred's hero. Um, he just <laughs> does things that really piss me off. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to explain so, it. So, like Stacy, you're saying OMG a lot, but it's not about the old man game. Well, it's. I think I would say it's fifty-fifty. I think that's fair. Fifty-fifty. Yeah, half and half. Yeah, it's about half and half. It's like, oh my god, you son of a bitch, and then the other times it's like, old man game. Here we go. But there's just some things that he does, and like every time I'm telling you, man, it's like, it's like I hit like the stickiest of the ickiest, and I'm fucking like moving in slow motion every time I watch him come off Look, the screen. It's because Denzel is, man. <laughs> you know he's puffing. It's just I like money. Denzel's puffing. He's comes around the corner and fucking little dribbles and then just whoop little floater man i don't know he's he's our he's our jr smith he's our hype man he doesn't play defense like jr he damn sure doesn't have the hops like jr but but he's he's got the stoner swag about him and he's he's gonna let you know about it do you think I'm, that I'm do you it. think that he listens to his own music when he's warming up i mean man if i had my own music i'd probably listen to myself too i don't <laughs> But I mean, I guess maybe that's a lie. We we have our own podcast. I don't listen to our podcast, so I mean, maybe I wouldn't listen to my own music. Yeah, I, but... I don't listen to our podcast either. <laughs> so thank you. I guess this is good. Thank you for those of you who do. Yeah, right. Um, maybe I should be boosting our views. Um, maybe maybe that would help out. But start no, turn, I mean, turn on Spotify. You know, uh, App, just, Apple just podcast. loop it all day. Yeah, just, just loop, loop it all it day. All day. That's fantastic. That's good shit. Um, getting into team stats here real quick. Bulls make 49 field goals tonight out of uh, 95 possible shots. Uh, they shoot 51% from the field. Uh, they go 15-43 from three-point 
land 34%, well, about 35%. Uh, shot 12, only 12 three free throws for the Bulls tonight compared to Charlotte's 25. Bulls made 10 of theirs, Charlotte made 19 of theirs. Uh, rebounds, like I said earlier, were tied at 44. This is uh, the third time, I think, this season that's, that they had 33 assists. I'm laughing because if you're listening to this podcast, he keeps dropping his phone. Um, <laughs> I'm not dropping it. It's sliding on its own. It has a, its its own mind buzz. Don't you, blame you, me. You better go Maybe get like, a little suction cup headphones. thing for it so it can just, like, you know what I'm saying, just I'm, stick I'm going to get wall. my wireless headphones next time, and then maybe I, I, there won't be this this tension, this pull with me and my phone. That's a, that's a great idea. <laughs> but they had 33 assists tonight. 10 steals, 4 blocks. Um, Charlotte turned the ball over 20 times, but it's not like make the Bulls look like Saints here. They turned it over 17 times. They need to start limiting those. Uh, 16 fast break points, 64 points in the paint for the Bulls tonight, man. How many turnovers did LaMelo have before Baragas had him? LaMelo didn't have a lot of turnovers. Did he? He had oh he did he did he did he had five I'm sorry he did have a lot of I mean turnovers. three of them were attributed to Cody Zeller just being a piece of shit yeah but. that's what I was gonna say I didn't think that they were see that sucks when like you know your point guard who was talking about that the other day I think it was Isaiah Thomas when he would make a pass to a, like a you know a player and they'd bounce off their hands and go out of bounds it was he goes how the hell is that a turnover on me you know and like. It happened to Lamelo a couple times. I this guess guy's got butterfingers. This guy doesn't know what the hell's going on. I'm trying to give him a dime for a dish, and he's fucking off in space. And now I look bad. No, yeah, that sucks. Um, I think Lamelo sat out most of the second half. Two minutes in the second half. Be, he looked to be rather displeased, just kind of chilling there on the bench. Which, I mean, I guess that's a a strong approach from a coach for for a player like Lamelo. And I guess in a, in a sense, I have to applaud. Uh, Barrega for you know having the balls to sit a player like him, but at the same time I can't I can't imagine that's positive either. No, I thought it was idiotic to be honest with you. And well, I mean I I mean Charlotte's not a contender by any means, so deterring that kid's development doesn't benefit you at all. Right, like I just don't see how Miles Bridges and Lamelo Ball play respectively nineteen and seventeen minutes. Is Miles Bridges injured? No, he didn't even fucking take a shot. He didn't even oh. take a shot. He he, he had nineteen. Can we minutes, get nineteen can we get Miles Bridges? I would love to have Miles Bridges. Dude's explosive can, can, as hell. Can we send like um, Denzel Valentine, Hutchison, and Felicio for Miles Bridges and Biombo or something like that? I'll throw in the I'm best just... hair in the NBA and Ryan Archidiacono, and they got fucking deal. All right. I mean, fucking deal, bro. I mean, I maybe mean, I don't know. Maybe not get rid of Valentine and Hutch for. I mean, Miles Bridges. Fuck it. But if they don't value him that much, why? Why not? Let's I was just. Surpri- I was just kind of surprised to see that. You know, two young teams going at it. You know, um, and he's in a contract year too. I didn't. I didn't follow his extension. I obviously he probably doesn't have one if he's playing like that. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know, but I mean, I will That's say we can look. Look out for him in restricted free agency, though. That's I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I was I like I said, I was surprised to see him play only 19 minutes tonight. But Lamelo in the first half came on pretty strong. Um, you know, he was he had you know a couple wild passes. You know, he uh, had a really tough layup, real tough layup. Put his uh, I believe he got it on DG, if I'm not mistaken. He put his shoulder down, ran into DG. Oh, and I, 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 I think no, I think you're talking about the attempted murder on dg no there was tried to pull off okay yeah he tried to dunk on dg but he had a really tough layup i can't remember who the hell he 
attempted it on. Maybe it was Stan. It, it, it might have been DG. Yeah. But, yeah, when he went up for that dunk attempt, I was like, for a minute, I'm like, oh, my God, he almost caught a body. And then I watched the replay, and he kind of, like, tried to Dwight Howard it and throw the ball at the fucking rim. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right, calm down. Calm down, All right, buddy. they're right. You, you, your hops aren't that great. Never mind. Yeah, calm down a little <laughs> bit, guy. You know, but, uh, no, I, I I was surprised. I was really looking forward <laughs> into watching him play tonight. And uh, 17 minutes, whatever. That's fine. I mean, our rookie, our rookie uh, only played, what? 16 minutes so you know really yeah uh, do, do you think that's because of coming off the hundred percent I, I just think i mean it's the same thing with sato when they're just probably just trying to work them back in organically not gonna press them too much and plus the way that garrett temple was playing besides his stupid fucking fouls that were pissing me off a little bit um the way temple was playing i i it makes sense to me i mean temple had 31 minutes he led the, everybody off the bench tonight I mean, at this point, the last thing I'm going to do is question Billy after a <laughs> double-digit win. Um, with being down injuries and, you know, having a somewhat inconsistent rotation. Right. So, you know, for what Billy has had at his disposal to continue to, like, sneak out these wins shorthanded, all for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely 100% with you. Not having Wendell tonight. Didn't turn out to be too bad. Bulls still put up 123, and, you know, I just can't wait for him to come back now with everybody healthy. We play the Lakers tomorrow, don't we? Yes, we do, and that's, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on this game? Anything else you want to touch on? I mean, I know we talked about, I mean, I do want to say one thing. Thad is just pretty good at everything. It kind of seems like, so he's, you know, in this new system, he's been really fun to watch. But we touched I feel like we gave him a lot of love last year where a lot of people didn't, like they didn't appreciate or respect what he brought to the floor. And that is on top of being a great veteran. He's just a pro's pro. He's good at everything outside of three-pointers, I guess. And even there, he's close to league average, 35, 36 kind of percent there. So his contributions, I've, I don't want to trade him at the trade deadline, but did, do you have to? I mean, you don't. You have another year of his contract that's a team option next year. So it, it's so tricky. Like we talked about in our episode last, or, or what was it? Our last episode of the episode before. I can't remember, but where we talked about like moving on from some of these guys, and like right now, I I don't want to. <laughs> My feelings don't don't do it. I'm I'm having I'm having fun right now. So leave me be and let me have fun. Like I just like to watch. I'm, it's been a long time. Like yeah, I understand they're probably not going to win a fucking championship. They're probably not going to make the playoffs. Well, yeah, I don't know actually. I might eat my words on that one. But uh in the East hovering around 500 gets you in. Right. So. I mean, I like I said I might eat my words on that one, but it's just like right now I'm just enjoying it. You know, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I, I like what I'm seeing, and I really hope that maybe AK and, and Mark Eversley will just give these guys a year with how some of the contracts work, you know, um, give these guys a year to figure it out. But I'm not sure. But I don't have anything else to touch on on this game. Uh, I will move into the next just so people know what's going down. And we are playing tomorrow at 8 p.m. Central time. Damn it. I hate, I hate that. Um, we were... Well, we, we should let everybody know that you had to text me and let me know that the game started at 6 today. <laughs> yeah. Because the last time we played at 6, I was nowhere to be found when the podcast was ready to go. Buzz was calling and texting, and I was like, dude, I'm still in, like, the third quarter. The game's over? What are you What are you talking about? Dude, I, uh, uh, the only reason I knew they were starting at 6 is I got an email uh, from, you know, NBA.com or whatever, you know, because I'm signed up for their, like, little newsletter. And they did the... Um, 
they did the uh, the seven free days of NBA League Pass, and then if you okay. did that, and then if you did that seven free days, you got it at a special price. Well, it was Juice's birthday, and he gets MLB TV for both of us, and we usually split it. And I was just like, "Yo, I'm like, I'll buy NBA TV if you want to just keep getting MLB TV." And he's like, "All right, yeah, no doubt, let's do it." And I'm like, "All right, cool." So that's the only reason I saw the game was starting at six is because I clicked on that, and I was like, "Oh God!" I texted you immediately, like, "Game's on at six, Goose. Don't miss it." You know, no, um, I would have been, I would have been an hour late. I would have been turning it on at seven, and with Hulu. When I hit play on it, it starts from the beginning, even if I start an hour late. So I think the game started at 7 last time, and I was just like, oh. Good. Jesus. Yeah, tomorrow <laughs> is 8. So tomorrow is 8. All right. And that'll All right. uh, that'll be up against the Lakers. Um, the injury report for the Lakers is day-to-day for LeBron James, day-to-day for Anthony Davis, and Jared Dudley is out. Oh, oh God, man. Yeah. So got to be careful. Fuck. Yes. Man. We got to be careful. Dudley? Yeah, They're not gonna have Dudley. Oh, not gonna have Dudley, the, the guy who gets all tough and looks like a walking dildo. No, we're not gonna. They're not gonna have him. Um, what's that? What's that? Is it? Uh, it's not Elmer Fudd, is it? Yeah, it's Elmer Fudd. Okay. It's Elmer Fudd. It's Elmer Fudd from Space Jam. <laughs> okay. Every time I look at him, that's what I think. Yes, every okay. time for sure. As long as we're on the same page. I mean, I just want to be clear that he would beat my ass. So everybody that would just like, you know, everybody who's like, you would say it to his face, like, no, but you know, <laughs> I would, I'd, I'd run. I would, but I'd run. <laughs> but I'd, I'd and he's <laughs> and he's obviously an elite athlete, so he'd catch me and beat my ass, and that's fine. But you know, that's totally fucking fine. And then, oh, I didn't even notice they had uh, Costas Antetokounmpo, uh, man. I can't do it. Antetokounmpo? Thank you. They have they have they have Costas Antetokounmpo. Just just pour some more salt on there. You uh, got that dehydration, you know. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm working on it hardcore right now. And then uh, Makoka and Wendell Carter Jr. are on the injury report tomorrow for the Chicago Bulls at this time. So those are the only two Bulls that are on the injury report. Um, the matchup predictor has the Lakers at a 61.3 percent chance to beat the Chicago Bulls tomorrow night. Only 61%. Oh, that's gone up dramatically since the beginning. Like, the first time we played them, we'd have to go back in that episode and look. Because I usually read these matchup predictors every episode. And I think it was like like 18% chance or something for the Bulls, you know, last time. But, hey, we're moving on up, man. Ah, man, that sucks for, for my gambling habit, though. Because the Bulls actually won me 15 bucks tonight. I put 10 bucks on them to, to win outright, and, and they won me 15 against the fucking Charlotte Hornets. Like, do people think we suck that bad? <laughs> like, from Vegas on down? Are we just trash to everybody? Are we the only ones that saw this? Probably. And, and what about Knicks fans? Are you seeing all that shit online? Like, oh, my God. Oh, Thibs is a savior. They're, like, Thibs, they... Thibs is... This is the second coming. They have brought their shit talking to DEFCON 5. It's at DEFCON 5. The That's right. I'm pulling out all my RJ Barrett rookie cards right now and just gonna I'm gonna unload them and these Knicks fans can just give me all their money without even realizing that they're just paying a Bulls fan. I just I'm I'm almost kind of blown away by it. And like they're they're on one right now and they're eight and eight. They lost like five. Hey, I mean <laughs> It, it, you know, we're slightly on one because we just had our first three game win streak in almost two years and we're we're, we're under 500. There's so. a difference, though, because we're not talking <laughs> shit to other fan bases like, about, true. How, you know, true. We're, we're, 
we're celebrating inside our own little circle, just kind of enjoying right. the, the semblance of real basketball for the period that we've had to start this season and uh, with, with the hopes that that continues. We're not getting crazy here, but no, yeah, this is the second coming over there. Um, they got the best defense in the league. Don't know where their offense is. I'm pretty sure it's like last, but you know, hey, grind that shit, man. Just keep grinding it. And, you know, I like Tibbs, so I don't want people to like to think that, like, I'm trying to hate on him. But oh, I am. But, you know, it's just like, yes, he's a very good defensive coach. You know, we've we've known this for a long time, obviously. Um, but I, I, I don't know, man. I just – I'm looking – I'm trying to look for regular season stats for, uh, for 2021 – Who's leading in minutes? Oh, okay. I'm looking for Knicks. I'm not seeing any Knicks right now. I'm seeing Julius Randle. He uh, Randle. Yeah, he's, 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 <laughs> no, he's kicking ass though. Yeah, he Julius is. Randle should be like leading MVP votes statistically. <laughs> See, right this now, is what you. This is what you get. I, I just I had to sort it. It's my fault. You had to, I had to sort it. So Julius <laughs> Randle and R.J. Barrett are both tied at 37.1 minutes per game already. So that's for first. Uh, for fifth. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a three-way tie for fifth place between Westbrook, Randall, and Barrett. Okay. Well, I mean, at least they're only fifth. Uh, I thought you were saying they were tied for first. That wouldn't have surprised me. But No, and then uh, Tibbs must be doing good other than that. He's just going to drive his two best and most talented players into the ground. <laughs> and then I've seen this one before, man. I've seen this one before, so, you know, just – Hey, they got in the plethora of power forwards, so they're good to go, man. And they, yeah, that's that's very true. Didn't he bring Ta- he brought Taj back? <laughs> he brought, didn't he? He brought Taj back. They just drafted Toppin. Yeah. Um, I guess they they cut Portis because he's on the Bucks now. I'm trying to think who else they have. I think Bullock's still there. I'm pretty sure he can play the four. So they they got power forwards out the wazoo if they need it. Um, but no, yeah, Dibs Dibs is a miracle worker in New York. Billy is. Uh, saving the Bulls. It's it's a weird... 2020 is a weird place, man, but I, I'm starting to like it more than I like 2020 or 2019, so... You mean 2021 is a weird place, and then you, you like it more than 2020? Yeah, that's that <laughs> I, I like to call it 2020.1, because I, I don't feel like we've left 2020 yet, because I'm still confined to my house. This is... Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. that's fair. But, uh, you know, other than that, no complaints. You got anything else, man? No, let's not get slaughtered by the Lakers. Let's be competitive. I'll take another Zach Levine last-second bucket to decide the game. Again, let's let's do it. Hell yeah. Agreed. Everybody, be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at BullsOnTap, at ontapsportsnet. Following Goose at BullsScripted. Following me at BuzzOnTap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. So be sure to give us a five-star rating and review. We'll be back with another live stream, another podcast recording tomorrow after the Bulls play the Lakers. Let's go Bulls.